Welcome into Behind the Helm. This podcast features myself, Chief Dowden, a recruiter for the Navy in the Indiana area. However, it was originally created by Petty Officer Levesque and myself to bring together the military past, present, and future, and to describe military life and benefits a bit more in depth to give a better understanding and to show what it takes to make the ultimate sacrifice for your country. This podcast is for anyone, not just those looking to join the military, but also for those that are in, those who have retired, those who have just finished a service, or even those that just want to learn a little bit more information. You can watch the video of this show with bonus content on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our links are in the description, but you can also just search them. No matter what platform you're on and you're just listening to the podcast right now, make sure you go to all of them, find it, like it, share it, follow it, help us get this information out there. We appreciate you and are glad that you're here to listen and learn a little bit about what it takes to be in this military of ours. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. Episode... 62. 60,000 followers, ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook. A thousand followers. We are at 667, 68. We're getting close, trying to get there before October 1st, and we need you. So if this is your first time in, welcome. It's about time. If this is your 62nd. Chief Harkins. Chief Harkins. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for being a continuing supporter. Uh, and if this is your 62nd time, third, fourth, fifth time, looks a little different. Switch some spots here. Yeah, now you get my good side. Yeah, not too long until you're out of here, huh? Yeah. So, so the training has begun. We're going to try to keep it alive here. We're trying to make it to 1,000. Uh, my insurance company's calling me. <laughs> uh, try to keep it, uh, get it to 1,000 before the first of the Navy New Year, which is October 1st. That's what we're trying to do, and uh, probably do something special for it. But you can also see we're back in the studio, which is great. Back in the stew. Back in the stew. So let's talk about those problems that we had. What what happened? All right, so first off, we lost AC in the building. Yes. This studio already gets warm. Without the AC, we were cooking. It we feels did, good in here right now. I was going to say, we did a couple where we were like, we were literally, I don't know if you could tell on camera because it's not like super high def, but we were definitely sweating. Yeah. We finally get that fixed. Then we lost all internet service or yes. at least strong enough internet service to actually go on. So we've been in a different office just behind a desk, but now we're back in the studio. We, we got our new Eagle up. Look at that. This desk is looking crazy. Look at I, that. Look actually, at that, man. I'm actually taking a look at it. It's like crazy just i know i want i'm thinking about I, hey i want your opinion if you're watching right now if you're watching later you see our eagle you see our collection here it's it's getting there right um i'm thinking about like finding a a, a high top table like a high top round and like standing you know what i mean like i think that'd be cool tell me what you think and if you have one of those laying around you want to donate it to the show you want to stand the whole show yeah i would i stand all the time you know that i don't like standing yeah. Sitting down feels pretty good to me. I guess good thing you're leaving. How many podcasts are they standing up? I don't know. None. But can you really tell? Yeah. It, in a podcast? Yeah, a lot of them have them. a lot of them have video now. Yeah, if they true. don't have video, no. 
They're actually... What is this? Yeah. 2010? Yeah. <laughs> Nerds. All right, so anyway, yeah, make sure you smash that like button. Find us some more followers. Share this feed. Beg your friends. Look, I know you've probably been a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout at some time. You know how to peddle them cookies? Peddle them chocolate bars from high school? Peddle that popcorn if you were a Boy Scout? Peddle this podcast. Get me to a 1,000, please. I'm asking. I'm begging you, right? So we're going to get into a Q&A today. But before we do that, you can see we have our upgraded eagle here. And uh, homage to the eagle. I don't know if you guys caught that. Brand new deck of cards. Um, something special. And I'll tell you about that uh, when we get to 1,000 followers. Um, back in the studio, if you missed yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. On Facebook, it's just... Yeah. Anyways, let's just uh, get into the Q&A. Let's before. just get into the Q&A. <laughs> now, now I'm just getting aggravated. So. Uh, it's on YouTube. Here we go. I may be in trouble. This is coming from uh, from John in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, I may be in trouble before I start. I know I'm stupid. Me and some buddies well, went out tonight, and one of them decided to steal something, then handed it to me and told me they'd cover me, cover me up while we walked out. Well, we got caught. Store security... Kept saying, excuse me, until I finally turned around and saw him walking right behind me. My friends kept walking, and I waited till I got released. The cops let me out on a summons misdemeanor shoplifting. There's only one serious problem. I'm in the delayed entry program, and my rate is IT. My question is, do you all think I'll be kicked out or reclassed? Well, John. Yeah. You caught me at a bad time because I will tell you to go away. Yeah. You're in the delayed entry program. You're getting ready to start this new life. You, well, obviously, you're hanging out with some knuckleheads. Some nu yeah, some knuckleheads. Um, you should not be hanging out with them. Anyway, uh, you should have never, you should have just told them no, man. Like, what, what are they going to do? Oh, you know, I'm not going to be your friend. That's cool, because when you leave, they're not going to be your friend anyway. Um, I will tell you that you're not, you're not going to, mm, you take this one. Well, it's going to be tough. I mean, you're going to, you are going to get a trited, because it just depends on a ship date, too. Depends on your ship date. It depends on, you know, you're on a summons. For a misdemeanor, how quickly if, that's gonna if be? You, yeah, if you were gonna ship out in like two months, you're getting a trident. Yeah, and then you could try to get back in, but you're gonna need you're gonna need to you have to finish out the court. Yeah, the court stuff. You got to make sure that um, you don't take a deferment uh, because then technically you're on informal probation for like. Well, I, I would assume it's probably the same Pennsylvania for like twelve months, um, and then you you can't come in on that. So. Look, I, I hate to, to dash your hopes and dreams. What we look for is mentally, morally, and physically fit. And that's not very morally fit, man. Like, I get it. People have a past. Uh, we tell people that all the time. You know, you got a past. Things are going on in your life. Um, and we'll help you with that and look at that. But you can't have open court. Yeah. That's a major thing. That's obviously going to give you open court. Um, and to do it, like, while you're in the delayed entry program, I will tell you, somebody in the Navy... I, I wouldn't want you around. I'm sorry, man. Like yeah. I, I know that's really negative. I, I don't know how to not be negative. Like, yeah, you're a criminal. 
Like, <laughs> well, it was wrong place, wrong time too. I mean, I get it. Like, especially if you're younger and someone just like, come on, man. Like peer pressure is a son of a like, here, hold us. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but he knew. He said, yeah, he yeah, knew. yeah. I'll cover you up. We're walking out. I'm yeah. sorry, man. Like, yeah, you gotta get, you gotta straighten yourself out. And yep. maybe it's a wake up call. You know, maybe you can get recruiter ghosted me. Uh, I got a 97 on the ASVAB and qualified for every single job possible. Ooh, I want. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you qualify for SEAL? <laughs> I wanted to sign a contract related to IT or some other four year technical oriented rate. My recruiter kept pushing me towards more demanding six year contracts like Nuke or ITATF. I'm assuming they get higher commission pay. Uh, I told them that if I was offered six-year contracts, I would reject them. This was most likely a lie because if I am, in fact, rate-locked and that is all I can get, then I would have no choice than do a six-year contract. I went to MEPS and got sent back with two waivers, asthma as a child and self-harm, and my recruiter ghosted me. Didn't answer the phone or text messages in over a month. Can I go to the other recruiters, or should I just go knock down the Air Force's door? I wish they would have told me whether I was disqualified or they gave up on me. Well, that's loaded. There's a lot there, and I, you know, I want to talk on this. This is a good one. There's a lot of if if recruiters are watching this, they're probably like they're probably gonna get mad at what I'm about to say. If you had waivers at Meps, um, one of two things happened. One, your recruiter knew about it, and he just didn't say anything, right, and just wanted to squeak you through. Uh, or two, honestly didn't know. So if you didn't tell him about those things, uh, he might've ghosted you just because uh, he thinks you're dishonest. However, if those waivers, if those waivers got sent up, um, you know, I I don't know why they wouldn't have told you. Can you go to another recruiter? Yes. Um, well, it depends if you are, there's extenuating circumstances. You most definitely can. Um, and if you want to reach back out to us, I can get you with a, a recruiter. We can figure out what's going on. So what happens is when we send those waivers, they go up and we do get a determination. A lot of times it doesn't take long uh, mm-hmm. with a childhood asthma. Um, I'm guessing that that waiver went, came back, and then they asked for documentation. <coughs> um, and you probably would have gotten a um, psychological um, like evaluation. Um, for the self-harm. Yeah. So... Man, I don't know. Like it's it's really loaded. So some of that may disqualify you for some jobs, but here I want to talk. Let, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack to the four year, six year job. I'm going to tell everybody out there right now. When you enlist into any branch of the military, you enlist for eight years. Period. Uh, you enlist for a four year active contract, and we've talked about this before. And a four year mm-hmm. inactive reserves. Uh, if it's a six year contract, it's a four year plus a two year extension. So you just do six years active and then inactive is only two. Uh, if once you go over eight years, you don't have inactive reserve. Um, we've talked about that before inactive reserve. Like you don't have to report anywhere. It's, you know, more or less, you just update your address once a year. Like you don't have to be in grooming standards, this, 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 but you technically, once you go to sign that contract, and I've had people ask me, like, why does this say eight years? That's every single one of them. Um, the six-year jobs, uh, as far as from a recruiting standpoint, uh, we do not get commission. We are not commissioned in any way, shape, or form. Um, our pay and benefits are good enough as they are. 
there is a demand for those higher jobs. And a lot of times when somebody qualifies for them, you know, we want to get them into it because uh, there's, there is a demand. Yeah. Um, you know, Nuke is one of those ones that, yeah, most definitely, like there's a big demand and we do try to push for it. I know that you and I both have put in people that qualified for Nuke um, and they, they didn't go Nuke. They just didn't want to. Our thing was, is, hey, there's a nuclear coordinator at MEPS. Um, just listen to them. Uh, hear what they have to say because it's an actual nuclear technician. So he might give you a different view than maybe what I would, right? Yep. Um, so... You know, and then at, at the end of the day, like it is your choice. Like that, I don't really talk about jobs too much. Like we try not to, because at the end of the day, you are in the Navy. A lot of times, those those six year contract jobs, you have automatic advancement. Either you're starting out at E three or you automatic advancement to E four, um, and a lot of those are the ones that have cash bonuses. So um, if I can get a bonus and automatic advancement for doing a six year contract, I mean, sure. Like, cause the four year contract, yeah, I'm going to have the same benefits, but I'm not getting the bonus. I might not advance as fast. Um, so realistically it's looking at the job and what it is. You want to go it going it ATF and getting the six year, like the reason is six years, you're getting extra school. You're getting extra school time before you even start your job. And then you're getting automatic advancement. So I would tell you to really, really look into that, uh, because I think maybe the way it was presented to you was wrong. Um, and maybe just misunderstanding, uh, people talk differently. Uh, so maybe you just didn't jive as well with that recruiter. Um, and if he's ghosting you show up to the office, like yeah. pull up to the office and see if he's there. I yeah. mean, and then again, but, and, and another thing is, you know, I guess like on the recruiter side, you know, every recruiter would be like, Oh, well let me work with them. Some applicants, and this is, yeah, us I mean, as recruiters are hard like, to work with. Yeah, Walt, like Walt, if you go by Walt, Walt or whatever, we don't we don't know you, and I don't know, I don't know your recruiter. Um, we're only going off of your question, uh, which I can uh, completely appreciate, uh, but I don't know um, what exactly you know could be that that issue there. Yeah, I would tell you like you should have an answer on those waivers because those waivers are sent from. Yeah, it may be that they need a documentation, and that recruiter. Is and I'm I'm gonna say what you have too. Good luck. Yeah, man. Good luck going to another branch with with some of those things because it's tough. So I would definitely be knocking down. Yeah, the Navy's door. It's a lot of transfer. Can you go to another branch? Sure, but I would hate to see you lose faith in the Navy just because of one relationship. So yeah, I would 100%. You know, if if there's a, a Navy recruiter in the next town and like you just feel like you have bad blood with that one, like go talk to them. Next one, uh, is the peanut butter shot still a thing? This is from uh, uh, Jameson out in what? Oh, College Station, uh, Texas. Oh. Yeah. Um, is the peanut butter shot still a thing? Currently getting ready to leave the airport to boot camp, but was wondering if they really do give you the peanut butter shot in your butt or on your butt and how painful it was or if they replaced it. I haven't heard if they replaced it or not. I have not. They have not. As far as I know, the last yeah. time I talked to you, they still get it. Uh, Can't, cannot confirm if they've replaced it. It was, it was just the way that he kind of worded it. Um, hey, hold on. <laughs> I got an idea. Butt or an idea. on your butt. What are you doing? Go ahead. Keep going. All right. So 
with the peanut butter shot. So what is a peanut butter shot and why is it called a peanut butter shot? Some people say it's because the consistency is consistent of peanut butter. Uh, that's not really true. It's not like like super that thick. Um, it's the color of it. It's a pretty large syringe. Um, and and really, I look, I'm not a, a health professional, nor am I a hospital corpsman. Uh, but what I can tell you is, is it's just a lot of like, um, it has different immunizations and stuff in it uh, that, that they give you. And they give it to you in your butt or as you put it on your butt because it's not, right, it's in your in your um, butt cheek. Tuckus. In your tuckus because that is the largest um, fleshy mass on your body as far as like muscle, right? So they're going to give it there because it's so much. And what it does is once it's in there, it's going to, you know, slowly disperse through your body. Um, painful. I mean, it's a shot. Like, I don't know. I really didn't find it. Everybody's different, though, with their pain tolerance. So to me, um, you want to be active after that um, when you have a chance to. You know, some people say, like, rub that spot because then you're spreading, like, that kind of medicine around to get it to break up um, and just walking and, and moving. Like, it's going to be sore, Um they're putting a large amount of, of stuff like in one spot, you know, you get a flu shot. Sometimes your arms real sore. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like that. It's sore for like a day. I wouldn't say like when they give it to you, it was super painful. And when you hear stories about people passing out, like that's people like that get so anxious about it that they like, they freak out. Yep. Like they have like a panic attack and like the needle hits them and they just like drop. Like, I, I don't know. I did not find it painful and I know it has a lot, um, in it that it's just to make sure that you're, you're good. You know, what okay. were you finding? What do you call, uh, Seaman Cooper? Oh, somebody who just graduated or Dietz. You call Dietz. Probably won't answer. Probably still in school. But anyway, as far as I know, yeah, you're still, we are still getting it. Um, you get your different immunizations there, you know, so, uh, everybody gets it. It's not a, it's called deeds. I don't think it's anything to really worry about. Um, but while we're getting that call to like kind of find out, you know, go ahead and smash that like button. Uh, make sure you follow, get the notifications. I'm not really positive right now. Um, I see that that uh, you know, Sergeant First Class Lick Lighter is is on Facebook. Hey man, if you can hear us, um, can you see the video? Because right now we both have Facebook up and it looks like it's frozen. I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. So we just kind of kept rolling. Um you know, back in the studio and things are, things are being weird. So, and if, if you, if no you feel answered. like lighter, we got your, got your patch up there, man. It finally made it to the studio. So appreciate all right. You. Next question. Um, get us to a thousand followers. <laughs> having a hard time after boot camp. Oh, this is from, uh, from James from Boone, North Carolina. Um, so I graduated boot camp on uh, a few weeks ago and was... Oh, Andrew Dietz. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Literally called me and then I just hung up. Hold on, hold on. We're going to get a, a direct answer. Hey, what's up, Dietz? Hey, welcome into Behind the yeah, Helm, Dietz. Hey, you're on Behind the Helm right now. And I want to... Yeah, you're on the show, okay? Okay. Do did you get a peanut butter shot? Uh, 
Yes. How did it feel? Uh, I mean, it's a pinch in your butt. Like, I don't know what to compare it to because obviously never had that. But Somebody asked if it was, one, if they still got it, which we were pretty sure that they did, and two, is it super, like, is it painful, like super painful? No, the actual shot's not very painful, but I'm not going to lie. Afterwards, I was sore for a couple of days. Right. Did you have the yeah. top rack? No, I was a bottom rack. All right. That's good. That's okay. good. All right. Hey, thanks for the info. Thank Deeds. you very we'll, much, I'll call you. I'll call you later. You guys have a good one. Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right. Well, there's the answer. So absolutely. <laughs> somebody who just, he just graduated, I think, what, last week? Week before? No. He, he was before. He was, he was like almost a month ago. Oh, yeah. Because right. Cooper's graduated two mm-hmm. weeks ago. So there you go. Um, Licklider says he, he can see us and that we look amazing, which is great. Thank you. Uh, we got the ring light on with the with the warm glow. But, uh, yeah, had a hard time after boot camp. Uh, just graduated um, and bust across the street to ETA school right yes. after. I spent time with my family on Liberty and got back. And in a little time that I've been here, it has been miserable. What? My roommates have barely said two words to me, and I feel no sense of community since I've been here. The state that I'm in today, and it may get better. Oh, oh, I read it wrong. He just graduated. Okay. Um, I found enjoyment and fun in boot camp with all the friends I had. I feel like I'll never get that here again. Wow. Whoa. Okay, okay. first off, first and foremost, man, just let's take take a breath and... um, if you start getting where you're feeling really, really depressed or anything like that, like please, please go to your um, what do they call them now? NMTIs. Talk to one of them. Yeah. Okay. Like, because these are sailors who have been in for a while. They're they're instructors. Talk to them. Don't let yourself get that way. Uh, I can I can kind of get what you're saying. Uh, you know, because when you're boot camp, it doesn't really matter like what your rate is or whatever. Everybody's just like the same. Um, but when you said you were going to ETA school, like. I mean, we both went across the street. Obviously, I was at FCA school, so it, they're, like they're in the same building. Uh, we stayed in the same type of barracks. I loved it there. Um, you know, your roommates, you've only been there for like a day. Roommates haven't really said two words. Look, man, here's what I can tell you about that base. Um, go go to the MWR. Uh, yeah. You know, there's there's the gym. There's, um, what is that, the MWR, like where you can – Rent games, pinball machines, all kinds of stuff, um, and and meet some people. You're yeah. you're gonna meet like some amazing people there, and then once you start your school, too, that will help because you'll be back in a class with people. You know the roommates that you have, like they, you, your roommates may have been there for a while, especially yeah. if it's ETA school. They've, I'm it's pretty sure possible. they're there for over a year, so you might have uh, some guys. Not there. Oh, they or they're just letting you do your thing. They know, like you yeah. just. Just give us some time. I mean, it's cool that you you got to spend time with your family. I think that's the best part of going across the street. You get a little bit more time yeah. all over that weekend. But look, man, you're you're right there in Chicago. Like you're gonna find some people. Uh, you're gonna be able to go down and enjoy stuff. And and look, man, I tell you what, uh, you know, uh, I'm a chief, but you know, shoot me a message, shoot me an email, and I'll help you out as far as like where to go and stuff like that. Because I mean, I, I'm from that area, and I loved it. And, like, there's a lot to go do. You just got to – because you're not in a room with 60 people, right? Like, it, it's only a couple. But once you start school and, and you're around other ETs and, like, you're – you'll be all right, man. But don't hesitate to reach out to us if you need to talk to somebody. But, you know, talk to your NMCIs too. Like, trust me. Like, they're, they're there to help you. So, good luck. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, that was it? 
Yeah. But I thought they were good ones. Oh, okay. I thought they were pretty good. They were very... We had some... We, there more were a purple. couple other yeah. ones that were, we had already covered, so... Yeah. You don't go back and watch... The like, there was, another, there was another one in there where it was like, oh, I'm 29, should I join? Yes. It's like, okay, we've literally said that. We've we've talked about that subject so much. Yes, you should. Um. So, I mean, we can, just get, right, we can just get right into bonus. Yeah, there were some others. Yeah, and I mean, because we're, we're cutting it. I mean, it's already almost five. I still can't see it on Facebook, but... Licklider says he can't, so whatever. Uh, yeah. Again, you know, if you're watching this, it's obviously not the one we shared. Thank you so much. Make sure you smash that like button, follow. We're trying to get to 1,000 followers before October 1st, the Navy New Year. Um, we're going to do something special if we do. Uh, you can see we switch spots. Again, we're back in the studio. We should be staying here, I think, once we figure out. I think we got to do some computer work, I think, is the issue. So yeah. um, with that being said, uh, you still got to count down bonus content. No, no, no. Here. We're switching it. You're going to do it? Yeah. All right. I've Bo- never done it. I've never tried it. Oh, this is going to be good. It's going to be like when they do mailbag. Man. Yeah. Bonus content starts in three, two, one. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You were just behind the helm. If you want to watch that bonus content, make sure to head on over to Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, where it is available right now. No matter what platform you watch or listen to this show on, make sure you like it. Follow it, share it, hit the bells, do whatever it takes to help grow this channel. You can also watch the episodes live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link is in the description, but you can find it by searching Behind the Helm on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Thank you again, and we hope to see you next time.